Hey, what's up? You're listening to the fifth episode of Rasa Talks. Yo, 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 yo. This is the fifth episode. <laughs> so, I uh, hope you enjoyed the uh, other four episodes. And so, we already got to the fifth episode. I'm really excited for this episode. My name is Hamid Jafari. This is Mohamed Reza. And we are going to rock your world with the latest news and analysis on Iran's startup ecosystem. So, the first news, I think that we should talk about the Iran's national port of smart government services. Yeah. Government wants to uh, centralize all the e-services that they can provide to people, like uh, all the governmental organization. Yeah. They should bring in their services, like, electronically. So, uh, at first, uh, they just launched the website, but they can't offer... Uh, like the services online yet, but they're centralized all the governmental organization websites, all the information, instruction, how to get it, where to get it, all well, the forms. You yeah, know. but it's already happening for some of the services the government is providing. I know, I know. Uh, the, the, so the, they they want to aggregate all these services together. Yeah, they want like they want to use like one single username and password for all the governmental okay, organization okay. to get the services online. Yeah. But at this stage, you can find uh, the services uh, from like administrative organizations. Yeah, and from like uh, topic base. But uh, in the uh, in each section, you will find uh, the organization's website, uh, some instructions, and uh, like basic information about the services. But it's a good initiative. I think that yeah. in a few years we can get all the services online. And it's gonna be really reliable. Yeah, and it's gonna uh, like save people's time and money. Yeah. So I think it's a good initiative, and I hope that they can implement it as fast as possible in the near future. Great. So another news is that a couple of Iranian websites, many of them governmental websites, got hacked recently in the past like 10 days. And the number is like over 90 websites got hacked. And uh, it's still yet not known uh, who the hackers are. I mean, the Iranian officials have said that uh, the hackers have, might have used fake names for propaganda reasons. But, uh, you know, they're saying it, it might be like from uh, the hackers might be from Saudi Arabia. And this is not the first time. And something like this happened uh, almost a year ago. A couple of Iranian websites got hacked. And then in response, a couple of Iranian hackers hacked a couple of governmental <laughs> websites from <laughs> Saudi Arabia. So, so they're saying uh, something like a cyberspace, uh, you know, attack is happening between the two countries. And we don't know what would happen, but... And may I add, Hamid, uh, the name of uh, one of the groups was like Daesh. No, actually, it was. Uh, so people thought it was Daesh. So yeah, it was exactly. Daesh. Yeah. yeah so yeah. so that made a, uh, a lot of news. Uh, actually, they uh, how they find that uh, there might be Saudi Arabia behind this. They check the followers. Of the, uh, the Twitter the, handle, the Twitter of, Daesh, handle yeah. of the yeah the group, and they yeah. followed few Saudi Arabians. So. 
they think that they might be Saudi Arabia behind. Yeah, or or the the hackers wanted us to think that they were from Saudi Arabia. Yeah, that's like a complicated conspiracy theory, <laughs> man. <laughs> so, but you know, the general Maybe they want us to think. That, that they think that they <laughs> <laughs> okay I, I don't want to think about this right now yeah. uh, and general jalali head of the passive defense organization of iran had already announced that uh, saudi arabia uh, you know some people from saudi arabia are planning to make some attacks on iranian websites and this actually happened the general said this a couple of months ago and he predicted this and he said that uh, at, at that time when he mentioned this, he said that uh, cyberspace security and blocking cyber threats is one of the priorities of the country in the year 1395, the current Persian year. So I think that uh, from Iran, bring it on. Bring but it please, on. But please yeah. don't attack us. <laughs> No, no, but actually Iran's cyberspace security is, is good and uh, we have a good defense. Yeah, exactly. We can give back answers. The next news is about uh, uh, increasing internet speed. Uh, the government announced that they want to uh, increase their internet speed to uh, 20 megabit per second in five years. Yeah. So the government has done a lot of work in the past year. Uh, the internet speed got increased four times in the past year, but the thing is, uh, the number of smartphones increased ten times. So, so people are now the consuming the, more internet bandwidth. Yeah, since exactly. Like a year or two years. Yeah, so. exactly. So the thing is, government should keep up with the number of smartphones that yeah. they are like importing to the country. And come to think of it, twenty megabits per second. That's what uh, they are planning to get, reach. Reach in the next five years. But yeah. think about it. In the next five years, twenty megabits is nothing. Yeah, exactly. But. You know, uh, the uh, consumers demand uh, much more bandwidth. Yeah. With the uh, recent changes, I mean, apart people are uh, watching video crazy in Iran. Yeah. They uh, they they are into uh, multimedia, so the whole scene is uh, going toward multimedia. Yeah. So I think. I mean, it's it's happening in every other country. Everything is moving towards like video yeah, and multimedia exactly. and the same is happening in Iran, in Iran yeah maybe not uh, so much in Facebook or uh, social medias but people are using telegram like crazy they're sending videos yeah. all the time even my parents are uh, like sending videos and yeah. they're sending to me to check it out you know so, lots so, of videos being shared yeah. yeah so I think that they should uh, do it in uh, two years maybe that yeah. in five years but if they're bringing 20 megabits to all the people in the country, uh, like the minimum speed would be 20 megabit per second. In, they said, in they said the average areas. would be 20 yeah. megabits, right? So I think that there, this might be good if they're considering all the people in the country, yeah. not only people in Tehran or major cities. Uh, I mean, uh, another news we had uh, last week was that uh, the government is planning to provide satellite internet to people in the villages Rural. in the remote areas. But it was like 5 uh, megabit per second. Yeah. But I mean, they they won't be needing like 20 megabits internet in the villages. I mean, to, there to might watch be like some, YouTube or... uh, there, uh, there might be some uh, e-learning stuff yeah. for the rural areas. They might 
when they might need like much more bandwidth. Mm. Uh, you know, because they don't have like major universities in their areas, yeah. and some universities started their program online, so they have like uh, some uh, courses online, or maybe I don't know some uh, governmental organization want to do e-learning stuff for the rural areas, so they might need uh, much more bandwidth that they have right now or that's true that, that's that, that would take time although yeah. but uh, that could happen so the next one is a pomegranate the swedish uh, swedish investment, investment firm of uh, actually they invested in Sarawa too yeah so they have uh, like 9.6 uh, percentage of Sarawa but they raised it to 50 percent yeah and for the listeners who don't know what Sarawa is so Sarawa is a vc in iran uh, one of the biggest VCs in Iran, and they're pushing the, the, you know, the startup movement in Iran, and they're helping a lot. And they have invested in many companies, such as the Digicala, the, the biggest e-commerce website in Iran, and Cafe Bazaar, which is, uh, you know, a, a marketplace for Android devices. Yeah, and they have, I think that they have uh, 30 to 40 uh, companies in their portfolio. Yeah. So they are expanding so fast, and yeah. they are raising money like crazy. So uh, the thing is, Pomegranate one wants to uh, enter Swedish stock market in the next twelve months. So they would have an IPO. Great. So I think that they might be because uh, they invested in Iran's market, and Iran's market is like uh, getting so much wide nowadays. Yeah. I think that uh, entering Swedish stock market would increase. Uh, the value of uh, Digicala or Kafa Bazaar or all the Sarawaz investments uh, with a pomegranate entering into the stock market. Yeah. So the, their values might be raising up like crazy. Mm -hmm. That's one of the uh, probable possibilities yeah, that and, might happen. And this happened, you know, after the sanctions got lifted or it was already happening. Uh, before so we don't know the exact time that pomegranate uh, invested in Sarawa but yeah. uh, I think that uh, entering into Iran's stock market is like kind of hard yeah but uh, if they do it in Sweden uh, it's the same thing they invested in some company yeah. and their stocks going to stock market yeah. so I think that indirectly digital uh, Digicala's uh, uh, shares uh, would uh, get so valuable yeah. after this happened. So last week, a couple of Google services, such as Google Analytics and Google Developers, became accessible suddenly to users inside Iran. So before that, uh, whenever we tried to open these websites, and it said uh, something like, your, your, your country is not supported and you can't access this website from this IP address. 
but suddenly last week the websites became accessible and it was good news because before we we had to use VPN services to check out these websites so Google Analytics gives you some insight about uh, the users the traffic you're getting on your website and Google developers uh, provide some APIs and a variety of products for developers and I know many of Iranian developers who use these services and they're actually really useful uh, but the thing is they uh, use it with uh, VPNs right now yeah people can access like all the sanctions there's always a way to get around right? to your audience yeah. yeah but the thing is it's uh, like uh, it shows some signs that U.S. government would open up to Yuan. Uh, I I mean that uh, Google didn't like suddenly push a button and uh, open up the Google Analytics. The Maybe they're trying some <laughs> stuff and Google wanted to see what happened. Yeah, there is something going up out there, but uh, I don't know yet what's going on. But it's a good sign. Yeah. But after uh, I mean that after four years, uh, you open up a service to Yuanian for like a day. Uh, that shows something. Something is changing behind the scene. Yeah. So we might be seeing Google, Apple, all the American companies. Uh, they wanted like they want a piece of Iranians' market. Right? Yeah, and this is not the first time Google has done such yeah. thing. I mean, last year they opened uh, Google Play to Iranians. Yeah, exactly. And so, yeah, and they added uh, traffic data for Google Maps. And Amazon uh, uh, listed Iran as like one of the destinations country that's, to deliver. That's stuff. actually good news. I don't know. It, it might not be so exciting for some of you guys to hear this. I mean, okay, these services got open to you. So. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, it's actually really interesting for us. And we want to know what is going on behind the scene, right? Mark? Yeah, there's something, definitely something is going up. So, but we would see the, uh, like the results. I think in a few months. Yeah, and also the Iranian officials, uh, they have said that like uh, Nasrullah Jahangir, the Minister of Communications, uh, he said that we are ready to provide Google or any other company with Iran's possibilities and facilities, facilities to uh, provide uh, services to uh, to the region, to the country, and they they're actually open for, even for yeah. American companies to enter Iran. Yeah, and this is good news. Uh, whenever there is money, dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so both sides could, uh, you know, there is many profit from this. Yeah. The next one would be Airbnb. Last year, the Airbnb CEO uh, said that uh, they're kind of interested into entering Iran's in Cuba market. Yeah. But uh, they want they 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 going to enter this market when the conditions permit. Uh, and what are the conditions? What, what were they thinking? I mean, the government. They have problems with the government and the U.S. sanctions. Okay, so, you know, European countries can work with Iran. They can do business. Yeah. But still, American companies can't. And Airbnb is an American company, of course. Yeah, if they have, like, uh, American people in their board, uh, seat board, Yeah. If they are uh, natively American or if they are multinational companies, which they have like one branch in U.S., they might get into trouble if they want to work with Iran. So the circumstances would change and they have to uh, go under a lot of process to uh, make it legal to work uh, with Iran. Yeah. 
But Iran's have like uh, Asian, has Asian history. We have like many artifacts, many uh, sightseeing, many um, uh, historical places in the country. Yeah. And we have like four seasons. We have like a uh, uh, hottest place on earth, which is Lut uh, Desert. I mean, uh, the country has like uh, many uh, natural texture. Yeah. Like we have mountains, we have desert, we have like jungle. So uh, in, I don't know the exact we number. We have islands, <laughs> we have seas. I mean, the we have everything, everything, and it's you know, it's you know, it's it's really interesting for you know foreigners to come to Iran. But instead, we have uh, facility problems, right? We are, I mean, the hotels are not uh, what they should be. And they are not there yet, but Iran could become a uh, like. A, a destination for all the countries to go and Hot visit. Hotspots in the yeah. Middle East, at least, right? At least in Middle East, yeah. Yeah. I mean, how much visitors does Turkey get? I, I don't. I don't remember the exact number, but Iran's visitors, like uh, travels, are like one fifth of what is. I think Turkey. that Turkey is the uh, hottest place for tourism right now. Right. What actually after the you know after? the bombings bo bombings ha that happened recently oh, with the ISIS, might, yeah, with yeah. the situation. So funny. Fun thing is that I was talking to a couple of people. And they were actually tourists uh, who came to Iran and they said so we were planning to go to Turkey But after the incidents that happened we decided to come to Iran because this country is actually safe and no incident has happened recently with the ISIS and stuff I think that uh, Iran is like uh, the perception of people outside of outside of the country is changing by word of mouth Yeah, like many people come in into Iran and they see that yeah, it's the, nothing like what yeah, the Western media, media are saying. Yeah, exactly. So they uh, go back to their countries, bring new people to the country. Yeah. So uh, Iran's image is changing, like uh, like uh, naturally by people. Yeah. Not by the medias. So come here by yourself. Come come here, try things out, and this country is safe, right? This yeah. country is super safe. <laughs> And uh, for Airbnb entering into Iran's market, there are some problems that they are facing. <clears throat> Face, uh, first one is the payment. Yeah. Uh, we don't have international payments, so if the guy wants to pay it by credit card in dollars, they can do it. So uh, we need infrastructure for international payment. And uh, they need to, even uh, the origin of the payment could be dollars, but the uh, destination of the payment, Iranians, if we implement international payment in the country, yeah. not all the people are going to get credit cards to uh, get paid. The Airbnb needs to pay the Iranians in real. So, so that, that, that could happen. I mean, they can connect it, you know, for example, a Visa card or MasterCard to the Iranian debit card somehow. I know, but uh, we have like uh, uh, in Brazil, for example, yeah. uh, they implemented to paying with the local currency in like, I don't know, maybe a year or so. They didn't have it like before. So uh, it, they have to implement to pay in real to the Iranians if they want to so do if, it in here. So if Iran gets connected to the international payment systems like 
uh, we can have credit cards, that could happen. I mean, they could just use their credit cards and the money that would be transferred to the Iranians accounts would be in real. I, I know, but we have like uh, for the dollar, we have two prices right now. Yeah. So okay. they have to centralize for pricing the currencies. So it's a governmental issue. So I should the, should the, the government recently announced that they want to, you know, fix the price for dollars. Yeah, that's the main problem. Yeah. So uh, in uh, who who is going to like set the prices? Yeah. Uh, so that's one problem. Influx of uh, travelers would be another one and they might be destroying the neighborhoods. I mean, uh, if there, uh, there, there are many travelers going to some specific areas, and they're not they disrupt enough, like, the normal life of yeah, yeah. normal life of uh, the neighborhood. Uh, I mean, they can mess up the neighborhood yeah. in many uh, aspects. Um, and there's like language barriers. Uh, if the foreigners want to like visit uh, some uh, historical places in Iran anywhere they need content so and they need content in their language yeah so yeah airbnb uh, doing some uh, automatic translation of the uh, interesting places for other countries but uh, some uh, startups actually would get lucky by uh, getting purchased by airbnb like hamgardi yeah hamgardi is uh, publishing useful uh, information about uh, interesting places in the country. Yeah. So these kind of uh, businesses uh, might get lucky and get uh, acquired by Airbnb with uh, like high prices because Airbnb done it in uh, England in many countries. They need content. So uh, we need content as well, but uh, I don't think that uh, Hamgardi's uh, content would be uh, enough for Airbnb so right now. So we need now. more English content. Uh, so they yeah, can even Farsi them. content, they can do the automatic translation uh, for the foreigners to get the grasp of the market. And we need training. So people need, uh, in here, uh, they, uh, it's not uh, common to do like Airbnb and people would like change the sheets or uh, uh, cleaning the house like every day. Yeah. So these people need to get training. So, and to convince them to do this kind of stuff is kind of tricky. And the last one is like the hotel and hospitality associations. They're not just gonna do it. Like, uh, there's uh, so much money in it. There's so, a monopoly, right? Yeah. So they don't let like normal people to uh, host people and uh, like make money. They want to do it But their, the same themselves. happened in other countries to to be fair and uh, it might not happen today or tomorrow but eventually they're gonna give up and you know the market should be for everyone. I know but uh, right now they're struggling everywhere like these I mean, associations. Even the, even the hotels in Iran can provide uh, enough facilities for the foreigners who are coming to Iran. Yeah, and the, exactly. the, most of the times, the, all their hotels, but they're like the good hotels in Tehran are, are at least. New and York. Airbnb is about like getting the culture, yeah. like connecting to people, uh, getting to know the real neighborhood, yeah. the real people. Even some people might not prefer Airbnb, and some would prefer hotels. But the market is big enough for everyone to. Yeah chew off <laughs> yeah 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 exactly actually this can be like one of the uh, best 
uh, tools to make money for Iranians. Yeah. Like Turkey is getting uh, making a lot of money out of tourism, and Iran could be the next uh, hub uh, for tourism too. Yeah. Okay, guys, this was the fifth episode of Rossal Talks. Like always, as we say, follow us on social media. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, especially with Instagram. You're going to find some, you know, funny stuff, fun stuff. I mean, the, the guys, by the way, the guys, uh, two of our team members uh, went to Ali Reza and Ami Reza, went to, went to Vienna for a Pioneer festival. festival. And they have uploaded um, a couple of uh, pictures Video, and pictures. videos on Twitter and on Instagram. It, uh, it, it would be really interesting for you guys, I'm pretty sure. Check them out. Yeah, we've been uh, like media sponsor for Pioneers, yeah. my friends. So check them out, share it, uh, tell us what you need to know about Iran's market. Sometimes we uh, think of some stuff that is common and all the people know. Yeah. But if you could remind us that you want to know about something, we might be able to cover the stuff for you guys. So be with us, share us, and don't forget about us. And thank you for listening to us. Yeah, thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.